so. I like to cook, right? I want to move to Malaysia. In order to jumpstart my social scene, I had a couple dinner parties. And I met this guy. And I'm going to call him Fancy Kumar. And Fancy Kumar was the best brand new friend in a strange place a person could ask for. Kumar operated at the center of the circle of artists, models, and musicians. And he always knew where the hot parties were bumping and always insisted that I join him. Which was great. Because in Fancy Kumar's world, the champagne kept popping, the dancing never stopped, and people always had a smile on their face. <laughs> he enjoyed making fun of me because every once in a while, I had to go home and go to sleep. What is wrong with you? <laughs> it's the little thing I have called a JLB. Jobs are for suckers, mate. But it must be nice to be you. I was jealous. Kumar's family owned one of the most popular banana leaf restaurants in the city of Kuala Lumpur. Banana leaf in that the food was all served using an actual banana leaf as the plate. Kumar's mother was known for making the best curry in the land. It was simple, down-home food. But there was something special about her curry. Famous people like politicians and actors showed up there to sit down next to regular folk just to get a taste. It was always packed. One morning, I get a phone call from Kumar. Glenn, buck up, mate. Come quickly. I go off to the restaurant, top speed, run to the kitchen, and get that feeling that everyone has been screaming at each other just moments before. Kumar, his three brothers, and their mother are scowling at each other, and then they're scowling at me. And Fancy Kumar's like, Mommy says she's not making any more curry, Glenn. She says we can do it by ourselves from now on, Glenn. She says we are the laziest, most shiftless sons in the land, Glenn. I looked over at Mommy planted on a stool with her arms folded. You can see the fury boiling off her. Well, you know, Kumar, frankly, I think Mommy's got a point. But good luck to you. No, 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 you don't understand. Mommy won't make the curry. So, you make the curry. What, are you crazy, mate? I can't make curry. It's what I call you for. <laughs> call me? What you calling me for? Your mom's been making curry every day of your life and you don't know how? Yeah, you know, mate, I'm not good for cooking and the cleaning and stuff. It's difficult, you know. I can cook for a couple people at the house, but not for 300 people in a restaurant. You've got to help me. <sighs> All right, Kumar. Thank you, mate. I call my own workplace. I tell them I'm going to be late. And then I start trying to figure out how to make this curry. The restaurant serves four dishes. Vegetable, chicken, goat, and beef curry with rice on a banana leaf. Vendors are pulling up on mini bikes, delivering meat and coconut milk and vegetables and stuff. And still, the mother will not move. She's planted like a big unhappy gargoyle in the middle of the kitchen. And her idiot sons, including Fancy Kumar, they're, they're in the way, shouting at each other. Kumar is dressed in this gorgeous white linen shirt, aviator sunglasses, wingtips, like he's about to go to the club. 
one of his brothers is wearing an actual matador's hat. They look like the village people are about to perform YMCA. I just set him to chop it up carrots or something and again start trying to figure out this curry. I'm putting a bunch of spices and stuff in pots. I'm cooking meat and you know I'm pouring oil, stirring stuff around and thankfully they have a rice cooker for the rice. Which I have to tell these idiots how to use. Dami, put in the rice. Add water. Turn on. Right before the first lunchtime customers show up, I'm petrified. But we scoop some of the stuff out on the banana leaf and start handing it out. The silence lasts maybe 80, 90 seconds. And then there's this horrified shouting. There's this spitting, the waving of the hands, finger pointing. I go ahead and taste my own concoction that has everybody so upset. And it is the nastiest, foulest mess I've ever put in my mouth. I have to scrub my own tongue with mango juice. It's terrible. So I tell Fancy Kumar, you know, thanks for all the good times, but I've got to go back to my own job now. And he insists I come back the next day to make more curry. So there I am next morning trying to cook. And there's Mommy, still looking angry. I pick up some random powder to throw in some frying oil, and I see Mommy wince. So I put the powder down. I pick up another canister, and she frowns. Then I glance at a jar of cinnamon-looking stuff, and she kind of lights up. So I throw that in the oil. And from then on, everything I pick up, I look at Mommy. And she doesn't tell me what's up exactly, but she kind of grimaces a lot. And I make the curries. And the people come. And it's horrible again, but not as horrible as the day before. And by day three, the curry's almost passable. Fancy Kumar actually wears a t-shirt instead of one of his fancy collared shirts as he works. His brothers found real aprons and have taken off most of their shiny gold jewelry. They smell like food and not hair pomade. By day four, I get to the kitchen and everybody's already knocking out the work. Kumar's telling vendors where to put stuff. One brother is chopping vegetables. Two others are cleaning up the prep area. Mommy still sits in the middle. But when she thinks nobody's looking, I see a taste of smile creep into her lips. The curry is all right. And on day five, it happens. I'm about to dig in and mommy steps up. She hip checks me away from her stove and starts making something people would actually want to eat. Fancy Kumar and his brothers pretend like they didn't even notice a change in command. They just hand mommy whatever she barks for and everyone keeps trying not to grin. My work was done there, so I leave. But I go back for lunch and it's delicious. I go, hey Kumar, you wanna go out tonight? No way, mate. I've got plenty of work to do around here. Some people call it making the best of a bad situation. Other people call it life. Today, on Snap Judgment, from PRX and NPR, we proudly present Lemonade. Lemonade.
Amazing stories about people taking something sour, mixing it with some sugar and some ice, until it tastes very sweet indeed. My name is Glenn Washington, and this is Snap Judgment. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.